Circular Views, podcast series on circular economy by WBCSD. Hello and welcome to Circular Views. My name is Cristiana Ceraldi and I'll be your host for this podcast. Today we'll talk about circular buildings and more precisely about the business case for building circular. Circular opportunities in the built environment are huge in terms of innovation, development of new business models, and to get down emission from materials. But it can be complex for business to apply circular strategies in this area. Today we bring some light on this issue with key players of the sector. We're privileged to have two experts who have been involved in the development of WBCSD recently published report named The Business Case for Circular Buildings, exploring the economic, environmental and social value. I am pleased to introduce Anna Palmer, Group Sustainability Officer with Skanska, and Joanna Pirinen, Head of Sustainability for Sora Enzo Wood Products. Welcome to you both. To kick off the discussion, let's start with you, Anna. Working with Skanska in the construction sector, what is your business case for building circular? Thank you, Christiana. I believe that in the future, circularity will be a natural part of our project and that both cost, material resources and carbon will be saved. For us, being a large construction and product de- project development group, we have, we have a responsibility to build for a more sustainable future. But to do that, we need to think about both building climate smart, as well as being mindful with resources. Today, circular buildings demand some extra work and might add some extra cost, since the circular structures and logistics are not in place yet. Thanks, Anna. And turning to you, Joanna, Sora Enzo, What are the drivers for building circular? Hi, yeah. I think in the big picture, uh, the drivers for building circular are pretty simple to sustain life within planetary boundaries. Uh, We really need to tackle the oversized environmental footprint of buildings together as a sector. Uh, From Storain's perspective, we offer renewable material to buildings with mass timber elements, which is a good base for having regenerative system. And as circular economy really is about seeking to keep materials and products in use through ongoing adaptation. And I think we all agree that for achieving net zero economy and the wider sustainable development goals, we need circular solutions also in building sector. Absolutely. WBCSD recently published a report which illustrates the business case for circular buildings. Anna, could you highlight some of the benefits of circular solutions showcased in the report? Yes. The report highlights the importance of reducing the use of resources when creating a net carbon economy. The thought of keeping a building's materials in use as long as possible through reuse and recycling is also a part which is highlighted in the report. I also want to stress which the report also uh, highlights, the importance of starting to measure more to be able to showcase the benefits of circularity. And do this corresponds to what you see in the industry or are there any other? Absolutely. If I look at materials and products in old buildings as resources, 
instead of waste. I think we can change from demolishing and throwing away a lot of products to instead see the value of old buildings. We have some examples of this in Skanska. It's a, for example, one project, Epic it's called. It's in Malmö, Sweden, where we have reused several different kind of products. We use reused window frames, pet bottles, concrete and bricks and use them in, for new purposes. This example are really inspiring. And what about you, Joanna? Yeah, I was just thinking that Anna's examples were really inspiring also. But yeah, the report uh, flags well that to enable this just transition to low carbon em- economy, we really need this uh, circular and regenerative approach, as I already said earlier. It also gives a good summary why we need uh, to keep building materials and resources in use as long as possible in closed circles. So in other words, extended use, reuse and recycling, just like Anna just said. Also, when considering that building solutions with mass timber that we offer from Sturainso also act as carbon storages, it kind of comes naturally that this carbon storage should be utilized and kept as long as possible uh, from the time perspective, which uh, already when we think about buildings use time is actually super long. We already talk about decades or even over 100 years. And Maybe one more thing from industry perspective is using environmental product declarations for all materials and also utilizing these via digital tools and digital planning tools. And this to develop building and material passports and also super important from transparency perspective, I think. Absolutely. And um, staying with you, could you share some of the challenges you see in a building circular? You mentioned one, the lifespan of buildings. Uh, but there's maybe others. And what are the solutions that would be needed? Yeah, and I think the lifetime of the building is actually a positive thing. Uh, but yeah, uh, one of the challenges that Anna mentioned earlier is the logistics. How to secure that the take back of materials is economically feasible and doable? How do we build that kind of infrastructure where that logistics element makes sense? Um, and from from a kind of industry that I present or, or material sector that I re- represent, uh, mass timber elements, for example, have not been part of buildings long enough to be reused or recycled yet. They are still serving their first, uh, first use. So cross-laminated timber has been in market for a few decades uh, now and, and hopefully still uh, being in buildings for a few more decades uh, before reuse or, uh, is really Time, time, timely or needed. But however, that doesn't really stop us from thinking ahead and, and building the solutions and already now considering how to secure the circularity finally when, when it comes to uh, end of the first use case for these materials. Uh, and then I already talked about the logistics. Uh, maybe one uh, element is still also this case studies that highlight the broader value case. Um, There is kind of clearly a lack of consistent quantitative data supporting circular practices. So whole life carbon assessments and life cycle costing are needed to prove the benefits of circular solutions. Thank you, Joanna. And Anna, does these solutions uh, shared resonate with you too? Yes, they do. 
Um, and I also want to stress, and it's a bit connected to what Johanna said, um, the importance of regulatory changes and the development of quality check when reuse is done. Um, and that could be connected to the documentation of project, products. We have a good example of this in Norway when we reused holodecks from one project to another. And that's an important part of the structure of the project so that those were checked, quality checked by an external company between the different projects. And uh, that's just one example on how that can be done, but it's really important that we, uh, to be able to scale, we need changes for to be able to reuse and still keep the quality of products. Absolutely. You both mentioned measurement, data and transparency are key. In this report, we conclude with a call for action to measure circularity in the built environment, adopting established industry tools such as whole life carbon and life cycle costing and that should account also for residual value, which is currently not the case. In your view, jo Joanna, would this help the uptake of circular economy in the built environment? Yes, I hope and believe so. Uh, whole life carbon assessment and life cycle costing early in building projects decision making process is needed to facilitate uh, this system level change that we are talking about. And what is your view on this, Anna? I really agree that it's important to start measuring so that we can actually see the benefits of circularity. To see and understand the business case of circular buildings will be crucial for it to be scaled and used in a larger context. And also, as I stated earlier, to actually value old buildings as resources instead of waste. Thank you so much, Anna and Joanna, for sharing your expertise on circular solutions in the built environment. We really appreciate your active participation in our project at WBCSD. And that's all for today. I want to conclude encouraging all our listeners to visit the WBCSD website, where you can find more about our work. And of course, don't forget to, sus to subscribe to the Circular Views podcast on iTunes and Spotify. You can find all other episodes on these platforms. We look forward to you joining us again next time. Yeah.